I'm so excited to talk to you guys about today's sponsor, Pros. Pros is the custom beauty brand that is all over your feed. I had been wanting to try them for so long. And when I tell you guys that I put on my Instagram story that they were going to be sponsoring the podcast, I got so many genuine organic responses from my following of people being like, oh my God, I love Pros. I've been using it for years. So don't even just take it from me, but take it from the genuine people that reached out agreeing with me about how much they love Pros. And when Pros says custom, they actually mean it. Each and every bottle of Pros custom hair and skincare is made to order and personalized with a unique blend of naturally powerful and proven effective ingredients to meet your needs. Their in-depth consultation analyzes over 80 factors for a complete view of your life and beauty goals. One of the coolest parts of the questionnaire that I thought was they literally asked me about my location and my zip code so that they could understand how hard the water is here, what the UV index is like, if it's cold, if it's dry, and all of that goes into these truly personalized products. Pros even did a third-party, double-blind, dermatologist-supervised controlled clinical study, aka the gold standard in research studies, and Pros proved that personalization works better than off-the-shelf alternatives. So try it for yourself and get your healthiest hair in 30 days or your money back. Pros is so confident that you'll love your results that they're offering the Artie Friends listeners an exclusive trial offer so that you can see the difference custom care can make. 50% off your first subscription order at pros, P-R-O-S-E dot com slash Artie Friends. That's pros.com slash Artie Friends for your free consultation and 50% off your one-of-a-kind formulas. Pros.com slash Artie Friends. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome back to another episode of Already Friends. This is Kara. And I'm Allison. And we're back. (laughs) Oh, we're back. (laughs) Today's episode was really fun. We just got off with my lovely sister, McKenna Kirkpatrick. We will hype her up and introduce her here in a little bit. But yeah, I feel like she's just one of those people that you just feel better after chatting with her. Warm and fuzzy. Warm and fuzzy. (laughs) She's great. But I guess we can hop right into our peaks of the week. What have you been up to this week, Allison? Funny you should ask. I did not prepare a peak of the week. (laughs) Um, That is what we do on this podcast, isn't it? Let me see. It is what we do. We come unprepared. (laughs) True, that is. We just catch up. Um, Well, you've had a crazy day. Yeah, that's not, that was a peak. So I went to Okaboji on Sunday and Monday with Clay's like whole extended family. Clay has three older brothers, so it's really hard for like all four of the brothers and their significant others to like be in the same place in the same time because they live all over the country. So it was like their grandparents and all of his siblings up at the cabin and 
It was actually really sunny. I feel like every time I try to go to the lake, it's raining or like not as warm. I don't know. I like have bad luck with lake weather. So it was really fun to just chill out. I literally left my phone like inside for almost the entire time. It was a good little 24-hour break. So that's probably my peak of the week. What was yours? I love Okoboji. I just to say Okoboji, Iowa. It's like the cutest lake town. There's like a Ferris wheel. It is cute. It's so fun. Yeah, it's funny because Warren Buffett had a lot of pay with that. And when Diddy was here, you know how like Warren Buffett, everyone. Okay, for people that don't know, Warren Buffett is from Omaha and he's given a lot back to Omaha, but there's also obviously a lot of things in Omaha that he didn't contribute to, you know, but I do feel like, you know, Berkshire helped Omaha grow a lot. And so when we would be, when I'd be showing her something, she'd be like, is this the Buffett's doing? Is this the Buffett's doing? <laughs> and so when we were in Bodhi, apparently the Buffett's like did that whole, they whole, redid a lot of the Arnold's Park thing with the Ferris wheel and like the fountain. So I like messaged it to her and I was like, finally, this is something that was the Buffett's doing. <laughs> <laughs> something we can tell you. Yes. yes. Where Buffett did. <laughs> Wait, that's funny. I didn't know that. Yeah, me either. And I'm like, of course this is in Iowa too. It's like not even in Omaha, but anyway. Yeah, Beaudry's great. <laughs> That's so fun that you got good weather. Because I agree. I feel like anytime I ever want to go to the lake too, it's like raining. Yeah. Poopy out. <laughs> like what? Cloudy. No, that's awesome. What was your peak? Um, My peak was, okay, honestly, this is a dumb one, but I don't care. I have never seen the Harry Potter movies. So this past week, I don't know why I decided to watch Harry Potter, but I started with the first Harry Potter movie, and now I'm on the eighth one. I finished the seventh one last night. Oh my God. So the past week, <laughs> I've watched like one a day because now we're on day eight and we're on the eighth movie. Have you ever seen Harry Potter? No. I know. Why had? Why haven't you? I know why I hadn't. I was terrified of the first one when I was little, and I saw it. Like it scared me so bad. And it scarred you. It scarred me. Never watched it again. <laughs> I think I did see the last one in theaters with my friend, like freshman year of high school. So I vaguely remember what's going to happen. Super vaguely, but they're so good. I feel like you should definitely check them out. I'm kind of into it. Really? Kind of shocked yeah. to hear that. I just like, I loved Game of Thrones, Hunger Games, Insurgent, Divergent. I love all that kind of stuff. So it doesn't surprise me that I like, I'm really loving the Harry Potter movies, but yeah. So now I'm Cute, all fun. of a sudden, I'm going to Orlando. I'm yeah, ready. Yeah. <laughs> Take me to Potter World. All Take the... me to Universal Studios. Get me a wand. <laughs> I find a lot of Harry Potter stuff when I'm out thrifting, like in the dumps. No way. So I'll uh, be sure to start a collection for you. <laughs> <laughs> Get me some clothes. I need to become like a true fan. <laughs> Wait, that's funny. Oh my God. <laughs> and your parents came in town. Oh my gosh, yes. For the first time, right? They hadn't seen the place yet? Um, They have. My parents came, I think in April. Yeah, because they were here for Connor's birthday. So they had seen the house before, but definitely looks different now. Like we put so much more furniture and stuff together. I did a little Instagram mini tour on my stories. It's on my Instagram highlight house or home. So if you want to see what my house looks like, you can go check that out. But yeah, my parents came into town for the weekend. So like you'll hear later in the episode, they sold their house and they are currently, you know, about to rent somewhere for the year. But the right now they're waiting till July 1st to get in the house. So they're kind of doing like a road trip. My youngest brother plays college baseball and he's playing in Spearfish, South Dakota for the summer. He got placed on a traveling team and it's based in South Dakota. So they're driving out there to go watch him play for like two weeks. 
and they stopped in St. Louis on the way and brought Aww. the dogs. So, so wholesome. Little pups. Yeah, I know. It's very much. Oh, so the dogs met Margo. I guess they had yeah. before, but now she's But big. not in my house. Yeah, no, seriously, it had been a while. I think the last time my Margo hung out with our dogs was in the fall. So yeah, it was so fun. Cute. So we both had a lot of family time. Yes, lots of family time. It was really good. I also realized um, that I never followed up on my dentist comment. So I'd like to let everyone know that I passed with the flossing. I, yeah, yes. I feel like we really left everyone. (laughs) I know everyone was on the edge of their seats waiting to hear about how my trip to the dentist went. We really left the listeners on a cliffhanger on the last... What, so five sorry to ago? do that. <laughs> yeah, to do that to everyone. But um, nope, teeth are in check. He was so proud. And now I'm back to six months dentist appointments instead of every three months. So, oh Woo-hoo. my gosh. <laughs> he brought you in that much. That's so funny. Yeah, which is expensive when you don't have health insurance. You got to pay every three months out of pocket. I'm trying to think, but I do feel like there was a few cliffhangers, if that's what we want to call them, that we had left off on because I will listen to our episodes and I'm like, oh, I never followed up on that thing or I never mentioned that thing. <laughs> do you have Do you have anything? You- yeah, that's honestly probably true. I'm so, you know what I've noticed from having a podcast? You can say things on your podcast and not realize that you said them. Like, uh-huh. you know, when you listen to someone else's podcast, like your memory is almost better of what someone else has said. Like, you know, I can remember like a specific story that was said on another podcast very vividly but when it comes to our own like there are things that I feel like I've shared on here that I just completely have forgotten and then someone might bring it up and I'd be like how do you know that and it's like oh wait no you like you know what I mean uh yes 100% I think that I leave my body when we record the podcast (laughs) and I just talk and then I when we play them back I'm like oh my god I said that like I I did not know I did that (laughs) yes if you want to start a podcast just beware that you're probably going to overshare. Yeah. <laughs> or just forget what you say. So yeah. if we have any cliffhangers that you guys are wondering about, let us know. Uh, I guess I could do a, a brief follow-up because tomorrow will be two months on the like sober. Yeah. Wait, right? how is Tomorrow's that going? the 17th. Um, oh, it's 222. Uh, super well. I had, like I mentioned last week, I had the two little cocktails for New Wave's birthday from Pitch. But other than that, haven't drank at all. I've stayed completely vegan minus a few dips of fry and mayo. So literally like less than a couple of bites of something non-vegan. So super good. Mm-hmm. Absolutely loving it. Definitely sticking to vegan until further notice. I really can't imagine myself doing it. The working out's been going pretty well. I ran a half marathon. On, oh, that should be my peak of the week. I mean, Boji was great too, but I did run a half marathon on Saturday morning. Um, I didn't do it like officially through anything. I told myself when I started the run, I was like, it's just going to be a fast four today. And then I ended up in Iowa and the only way around was this really long way and I didn't want to turn back around. And then I like mapped what it would be home and it was like, right at 14 miles. So I was like, cool, let's just do it. Oh my gosh. But the bad part was, is I got back to my apartment at 1144 and the store was supposed to open at noon. I'm like dripping sweat. It was like 93 degrees. And I still had to go pick up this shelf that I saw while I was running that I bought at this garage sale. So I had to like get in my car, go load this up, <laughs> come home, shower. I did open a few minutes late at like 12.05, but I was ready. I have no idea how. I think time just like stopped for me. Oh my God. But somehow I like wasn't even sore. I like was on my feet all day long working the store. And then Jordan and I hung out, did some stuff, went to the grocery store, cleaned all day Sunday, went to Boji. 
And like, I'm not going to say it was easy because that would be kind of disrespectful, but <laughs> it was like fine. Didn't walk, didn't have to stop. I guess I got a couple ice cubes at a gas station. So there was like kind of like a little 20 second break maybe, but yeah, I don't know. It felt great. So maybe my dreams of running a full marathon are like actually possible. When you're running, because I know you share a lot of your running stuff, are you purposefully training for that longer marathon or do you just like run? How does that work? I think there's a direct correlate to if I'm unwell that day and how long I'm running. Yeah, okay. <laughs> to be honest, I would say I was listening to this other podcast. Highly recommend Sahara Rose. That's the, I don't know what her podcast name is, but that's her name. And she was talking about how so often we think of meditation as, okay, I'm going to sit down, light a candle, light some Palo Santo and journal, and it'll be 30 minutes. But truly anything could be meditation. Like you could be sitting in a park, like listening to the birds. You could be running, you could be working out, like whatever helps you get into that create, like not creative, that flow. Mm -hmm. And I was like, holy shit, running is meditation for me. Like I would always say it was for my mental health, but I never thought of it as like meditation because it's so true. Like if I'm just really stressed or like processing, stress isn't even the right word. If I'm processing a lot, mm -hmm. I like need to go on a run to like dig through everything in my brain and going on the run really helps me do it because there's nothing else to think about. Like I can't look at my phone. No one can talk to me. I can't just like go and put a load of laundry in like I'm running and that's it. Mm -hmm. So that doesn't answer your question at all. But I think eventually I would love, 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 love to do a full marathon. I'm just really terrified of getting injured. So mm. once I can build up to being confident that I could do it without getting injured, because if I could never run again, oh my God, my life would be over. Well, anyway. I think you're doing a great job. <laughs> you're Sorry. doing amazing. The Thanks. fact that you can just get up on a Saturday and just decide to run a half marathon. A lot of people can't say that. I know I can't. So that's awesome. Well, there's 10... 12, I don't know, years of running history in there. Yeah. So did not happen overnight, certainly. You've been running more, haven't you? You've got your cute workout sets. Oh my gosh, got the workout sets. Also my Instagram, if you want to go see those. <laughs> yeah, I like doing a lot of the studio classes. There's a place here called Plank. Actually, it's in Omaha too. I think I may have talked about this on the podcast already. But I've been doing some plank and also just trying to lift more. Because I really loved Orange Theory. But in Orange Theory is like... 20 minutes cardio, 20 minutes rowing, 20 minutes like floor lifting stuff. And it's really good. It really kicks your butt. But I just don't think that it's sustainable long term. Like I feel like I need like a gym routine and then like sprinkle in boutique classes here and there. So I've, tried to been, I've been trying to lift more and that's kind of my workout routine. I love going on walks lately. Like my yeah. neighborhood's so cute. So I'll take Margo for a walk or even just like take her for a little bit, take her home and then like keep walking. Because when I was in New York, what, two weekends ago, my friend Caroline, she is like the biggest walker. She always gets 20, 30,000 steps a day. And I'm like, I feel like when you're in a city like that, it's just you walk everywhere anyway. So you're literally forced to walk around. Whereas like here, I can just drive everywhere. Mm -hmm. So I have to like actively make myself go outside and like walk around for an hour. I know. Which is kind of, I don't know, it's not as convenient. So, but it's so good for you. So I've just been trying to walk a lot and Oh, I love Audible for that, like audiobooks. I'm listening to Think and Grow Rich. So do you recommend audio? It? I'm honestly only on chapter one. I'm not rich oh, yet. Okay. <laughs> I'm definitely thinking. <laughs> <laughs> the thinking part is going, but not rich yet. So maybe that's something I'll update you guys on is if I recommend that book. Apparently it's like, it's not 
entertainment, he said specifically in the first chapter. This is not a novel. This is a textbook. You need to listen oh. and take notes. So, hey, at least he, you know, is staking this ground and saying what it is. Yeah. Keeping the expectations where they should be. You did talk about the Peloton. That's what it's called, right? The biking, the Peloton. Mm-hmm. Um, and how you were using someone's class pass or whatever. Yeah. Have you liked, have you been doing that? I seriously love the Peloton app because one, obviously if you have a Peloton, I think you pay for the Peloton equipment, but then you pay monthly the fee to have the online classes and subscription. And that's what, so Connor's brother, they have four people on their membership and there's only him and his wife. So then I get to use their third Mm. person. So yeah, I can log in on my phone and have all the classes. So like, even if you don't have a bike, you can go to the gym and like do the bike classes, like just prop your phone up on the bike. I've been doing that when I was in Morocco. I would get up in the morning. They have like just like outdoor workout classes. I just prop my phone up on the roof, do those workouts. And they also have like meditation, which I had the Calm app and I was on a free trial and I seriously loved it, but I just can't justify paying for like another subscription. So Mm. Peloton has meditations on there too, which I love. So yeah, if you're looking for something that gives you classes, things you can do at home, like there's like 10 minute hit workouts, 20 minute hit workouts, seriously cannot recommend the Peloton app enough it's awesome yeah that's super cool that they have it separate that way yeah that way if you're not trying to make the big investment you can like dabble yeah i like that i 100 agree yeah so definitely check it out my last workout tip thought while we're on topic so i used to only like running or then when i would lift i would like run say a mile or two and then i would lift or and then like run after like i would never really incorporate the running into the lifting and that was one thing Clay really, really taught me that if you're trying to tone or and like shed body fat, you need to be running throughout your entire lifting process. So he gave me a whole list of things to get your like heart rate up. So such as like high knees, burpees, mountain climbers, running, biking, like you, you do that. And then say you maybe go do 10 squats and then 10 abs and then you run again. Like your your heart rate, you should be up and sweating like the whole time you're lifting because that's going to make the movements that you're doing while you're lifting that much better. I'm sure he could explain it so yeah. much better. But I would always, you know, run, lift, run instead of doing it throughout it the whole time. And I, this is the first time I think ever in my life I've seen physical results from working out Mm -hmm. because before I didn't, I would just work out like for my head. I didn't really have intentionality behind it as far as changing how I looked. But this spring, summer, I was really like, okay, I kind of want to like get toned up here. And that was really a big tip from him and something I had never thought about. I don't know. Maybe that's obvious. No, I didn't realize, you know, I always get the workout plans and it has that kind of stuff sprinkled in, but I didn't realize why that makes sense. Yeah. So don't sleep on that part, I guess, guys. (laughs) Or jump ropes is another good one. Yeah. Medicine ball slams, like all that kind of stuff. Yep. Okay, cool. I like that tip. That's good. Yeah. Oh, I guess we need to read um, the other people's peak of the week. Let's see. All right. Got a couple to choose from here. Ooh, I really like this one. Uh, Do you want me to read one while you pull it up? Yeah. Well, should we reintroduce that? Oh, yeah. Ah, I'm trying to find this girl's name. Well, okay. So... Basically, what we wanted to do each week is we wanted to say our peak of the week, but to hype you guys up too and include you, we wanted to read a couple of our 
followers, listeners, peaks of the week as well. So before we record each episode, we'll always just like put up a story with like a question box that says like, tell us your peak of the week. And if you want to make it anonymous, you can say like anon in like parentheses, but otherwise we'll just say your first name and hype you up. And it can really be anything like an accomplishment, something fun that happened, a goal, a mindset shift. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Okay. So this one is from Beach in a Van. She said, I grew my freelance clients to more than I can manage, which means adding new team members, which is super rad because obviously jumping into the world of freelance can be super scary. And I'm sure there was a time in her life where she thought like, will I ever even get clients? Like, how am I going to do this? So being at the point where she has more than she can handle, clearly she's killing it and doing great things. So good job, girl. Yay. I love that. I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> no, that was great. I'll share. Robin Mayer passed her first CPA exam. Congrats, Robin. That is so hard. <laughs> I could never do that. So, yeah, congrats. that's certified that's awesome. public accountant, right? Yeah, I think that's yeah, a CPA exam. Yeah, that's what you take after you get your master's in accounting. Yeah, that's huge. Come and do my taxes. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, well, Robin. Yeah, love her. Hey, I used to work job. with her. She's great. Oh, awesome. Cool. Now, I'm, now well, I'm like, can we just do a whole episode just reading everyone's peak of the week? Oh my gosh, we should. I actually love that idea so much. Because I want to like read all of these. I know. Everyone's painting their nails bright. so They can be all happy. Finding this podcast. Dying her hair. Okay, okay. I'll stop. But y'all are great. <laughs> Thank you. And even if we don't read them out loud, we definitely read them ourselves. And we're always discussing how much we love you guys and your feedback and your messages. Like, honestly, that would be another peak of the week for me the last three weeks is the genuine love that people have said about the podcast. Like, if we reached less people and are getting this... Okay, let me rephrase how I'm trying to say that. Even if we are not a huge podcast with like millions of listeners, I love that even if we're reaching a small to medium-sized group of people right now, that it's having like a big impact and making a difference because truly that's why we're here is to share some things that we've learned and be your friends and I don't know. Yeah, spread the good vibes and yeah, yeah connect with people online because that's literally the basis of our friendship and the basis of so many of our friendships and it just has made our lives so much more fun when you get to share it with people online and yeah i completely agree the amount of support and love that we get is insane so thank you guys for sharing the podcast for listening your support has literally meant the world to us and it allows us to do what we do and whenever it does get bigger we know that like our foundation our intentions Mm -hmm. are good and like we have the means to create a great show for you guys and yeah we're having so much fun and thank you for growing with us through me recording on my bathroom floor and to us coming in here like a hot mess because we're trying to balance everything. So thanks for having Grace with us too. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I know that the audio has definitely gotten better since the first episodes, but a lot of you guys have stuck around. So we appreciate you. Yes. So for this week's guest. <laughs> yeah, we can hop into our guest now. <laughs> we have McKenna, Kara's sister, and we probably should have had her on a while ago, but I'm glad that we finally got the chance. It's probably good because she just graduated in May. So that way she finally had some time to sit mm-hmm. down and just kind of have girl talk, honestly. Yeah, McKenna came on and a little bit about McKenna. She is my younger sister. She's 22 years old. She's currently living in South Carolina. 
We are originally from Omaha, Nebraska, but she moved out there for college, which she will talk about. She just graduated with her nursing degree and yeah, taking that test very soon. But yeah, she's so kind. McKenna is so cool, way cooler than me, dresses impeccably. Definitely go check out her Instagram and give her a good stalking before listening, before continuing the episode. But yeah, I mean, she's just a good friend to anyone she meets. Very absolutely loving. She's a Leo. So you can definitely get Leo vibes from her because I feel like she's just very loyal. And I'm very lucky to have such a great relationship with her, which we also touch on. Like, I'm so lucky to have someone that's so supportive and only has the best intentions and only puts out love and kindness as my younger sister. Like, what the heck? How did I get so lucky? McKenna's awesome. You really did. I've uh, adopted McKenna as my second sister. I love my sister too, but I'm also adding McKenna to the mix. (laughs) (laughs) She just gives off little sister vibes. (sighs) Yeah. And we talk about it a little bit, but she truly is. I don't know. This now it sounds cocky when I say it. It sounded so cute when she said it. She was like, I'm really just like the podcast biggest fan. And she is like, she's always hyping us up and sending us kind messages. So of course we wanted to have her on so we could do the same in return and tell her how awesome and amazing and loving and genuine she is. So Yeah. Without further ado, here's my little sister, McKenna. It's McKenna. Hello, McKenna. <laughs> Hello. I'm your guys' biggest fan. So oh, that's the on air. Thing. Oh my gosh. A true she actually good is sister. though. McKenna always hypes up the podcast. She's always posting. We really appreciate. If you want to come <laughs> with me, like, comment, and save every Instagram post <laughs> every Friday and reshare. I feel yeah. like every time I see your stories, I'm always like, oh, it's like a new wave thing. Oh my gosh, it's a podcast thing. I'm always like, McKenna, we don't deserve you. You're too good to us. Seriously. Um, well, do you want to introduce yourself and hype yourself up? Yeah. <laughs> So I'm McKenna, Kara's younger sister. I just graduated college from USC Upstate. I was a nursing major and played volleyball three out of four years there. And right now I'm just studying to take my boards, looking for the right job and living life. I'm coaching a volleyball team, you know, babysitting here and there, trying to make myself sound busy, but I'm mainly just studying for my tests. But yeah. Dang. Do you want to say where Upstate is? Oh, yeah. It's in um, South Carolina in Spartanburg. You've probably never heard of Spartanburg. <laughs> I think you should. We are used to just small towns. Central to, like, I'm an hour from Asheville, North Carolina. I'm three hours mm-hmm. from Charleston. We're right next to Greenville. I'm, like, three hours from Atlanta. So everything's near me. And Charleston. Three hours to the beach, but. Yeah. And something you didn't say, you were New Wave's first employee. I was. <laughs> Do you want to tell that story? Yeah. So actually, this was only like probably the second time Allison, you and I hung out other than Marfa. Yeah, pretty much. We and Kara were going to the store just to see it and hear all Allison's ideas. And we had like a picnic on the floor. I was already like so excited that Allison was like, wait, can McKenna come? I (laughs) forgot about that. Yeah, because Kara was back. I'm a little sister and I'm getting included. I was like, yes. Yes, yes, (laughs) yes. um, After that, you asked me if I could help just like with the busy hours during opening weekend. And it was so fun. Like I loved it. I think my favorite day was when we went through the store and like styled all these outfits on the Instagram. Yeah. 
Yeah, we put it with um, like each sign and we're like, pick your fave. <laughs> yeah, that was so good. I should do a 2.0 version of that because we you have should. new sticker designs now that are just new wave ones. I should. Yeah, that Thanks was fun. for the idea. Mm-hmm. And I like literally just remember the green shirt and the Wrangler jeans. Like that's what I think about of you during that time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good stuff. But that was that was a good time. Yep. And that was a year ago. It was. I know. And Kara came, Kara took pictures. She was there for support. So truly day ones. Yeah. That was a fun time for sure. And then you left us back to South Carolina. (laughs) Okay. Maybe you should give some context about how you ended up in South Carolina, like, and how your guys, this family originally has East coast ties maybe to make it full circle. So when I started looking for colleges, I had the idea of like playing volleyball in college. So I started looking probably like sooner than most people would have to start looking for college. And I knew I wanted to go far away. And for some reason, like North and South Carolina was just on my radar. And so I searched all the schools in North and South Carolina, like any school that needed a middle, which is my volleyball position. I was just looking mainly that's how I started. And then I found out like, oh, I wanted to do nursing. So that kind of like narrowed my search. And then I was going to a volleyball camp for a different school and went to that camp, hated it. (laughs) But before I went to that camp, I had met with my coach at Upstate and just like loved her, loved people she recruited and the location of the school. It had a nursing program. And so it all just kind of fell into place very nicely. But I just knew I wanted to be in a new area. And I feel like they always say like, there's so much of the world to see, but even like the United States, there's so much to see. So I feel like I've definitely been able to road trip throughout the East Coast being down here. And that's been really fun to just be in a new place and be around new people. So, yeah. And you had never really gone to South Carolina as a kid or anything? Um, I don't think so. It just felt I mean, like that was our, your place. <laughs> <laughs> our grandma like moved to South Carolina, but I feel like I don't even know if we had even visited her before I was looking for colleges. I think that's the first time I saw her house in South Carolina. Which is so <laughs> crazy because it's like 15 minutes from your college. Yeah. Yeah. And that like is just worked out nicely too. But the school that needed a middle had a nursing program was in the right spot was 15 minutes from our grandma that lives here. So so you guys haven't seen McKenna, you probably can't see her. Obviously, it's audio, but she's six <laughs> foot tall. So her talking about playing volleyball just makes sense because she's literally so tall, so athletic. If you've ever seen me, I'm five five. I'm like complete opposite. So <laughs> we are opposites. But yeah, yeah, it's so and interesting because you guys look a lot alike, but then like your interests and even your dispositions are so different. And I feel like <laughs> me and my sister are the opposite. Like we look nothing alike, but then our dispositions are like so similar. Yeah. So you, it's like you would think that you two would do be into so much of the same stuff i think if i had to describe mckenna she's like the cooler taller version of me that dresses really well <laughs> mckenna does have amazing style amazing, mckenna does amazing have the best style. style i feel like you should talk about that how would you describe your style this is like my least favorite question because i have no idea <laughs> she got best dressed in high school just want to throw that out there as well she's yeah. being humble but she's always had really good style relative <laughs> <laughs> But actually, I remember like in like elementary school before uniforms, I used to have a calendar and I would write down everything I wore every single day. <laughs> so I didn't want to rewear the same outfit within like a two month period. I literally oh did gosh. the same thing. I'm so glad there was someone else. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> well, you two are very similar. I feel like you guys are almost more similar than me and McKenna are. McKenna, what's your Enneagram? <laughs> I don't know. I, <laughs> I feel I, like she's a four. Really? I feel like I took one and I was like between two, like I like a quiz and it was like literally like 60 and 40 percent but i can't remember i need to we'll redo into that it. i just equate you and allison on like the coolness factor the same like both of you guys are just so cool but you don't try at all and i feel like i try so hard to like oh God, dress stop. cool and it, it doesn't work like you guys just have it <laughs> my style icon is like i can't even say her name with justice but matilda Durr. yes Yes. Like, mm-hmm. I love her style. It's so like effortless, but oh my God, I love her. Anything she posts, I'm like, oh. I think people like, should know that so McKenna and I just constantly send each other anything that has to do with the, <laughs> with the Netherlands. So anytime we find a cute girl, we just like send it. And I feel like we, there's just a mutual understanding. It's like, this is a, a Dutch girl or a Dutch store or a brand or yeah. place. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, maybe okay. that's like our other special little connection is. You guys know Amsterdam is my favorite city in the whole wide world. And then McKenna gets to date a guy from the Netherlands. What's his town again? I can never remember. Um, Vianen, but like yeah. bigger is like Utrecht. It's like 20 minutes. There you go. Yeah. So then I just fell more in love with McKenna because I'm like, okay, well, obviously she is into Dutch guys. So <laughs> extra brownie points. <laughs> so you yeah. should talk about that too, because that's like the coolest thing ever. Yeah. So my boyfriend, Julian, he's from the Netherlands. He came to the United States to play college baseball. He like always had a goal and a dream of playing division one baseball. And this just like shows how small the world is. So one of my good friends from high school played baseball in Kansas and had like text me one day. I was like, a guy on my team is coming to your school. And I was like, are you sure? Because it's like South Carolina upstate. It's like not a big school. So are you sure it's not South Carolina? Whatever. And he told me who it was. So I like looked him up, obviously, out of curiosity <laughs> and thought he was really cute. And so crazy. He came to upstate and I had like, I was I had a day off and I was going to the trainer, you know, that recovery. And he was in there getting his physical. So I went up to him and I was like, hi, are you like Ryan's friend? I'm McKenna. I know we've like kind of talked on like Instagram or something, but I was like, nice to meet you. And then we saw each other at like other sporting events at like parties started talking started hanging out went on a date went on another date and then we started dating but now we've been dating for like two and a half years that is so crazy you were really with him since the very beginning there i know i snatched him up you did (laughs) i'm sure all the other girls are like how did you find him and you're like literally the first day really fate but we have like a lot of those like little weird some people say coincidences but i don't know like he was in amsterdam at a a batting cage and he had met someone that was from my high school like in the netherlands really yeah and then like he has the same birthday as my grandpa and my birthday is like the day after his grandpa i don't know (laughs) some people aren't into this stuff but (laughs) i'm here for it i believe in it I think that you should also talk about like your journey dating long distance at the beginning and how when COVID happened, that whole thing, and then you going over to visit Europe together. Yeah. Tell us all about it. So I guess the first time we were apart was Christmas break and we had only been dating for like a few months at that point. But I feel like that was probably the most that we had like talked and we probably like call each other almost every day, just 
we're used to being together all the time. But um, I think like the keys to long distance are just like the basic trust communication and, you know, everything that a relationship normally goes off of. But we've like me and Julian have talked about it before. I think this was his point is that we're both like independent people. And so obviously when we're together, it's more fun we're happier, like life is better together. But like when we're apart, like we're our own person and have happiness like outside of each other. It's not like that's our only source of happiness is when we are together. So when we are apart, like it sucks, but we both, you know, make the most of it. Technology obviously helps, but you know, just living your own life. Like we have our own friends, happiness. Like I just think the independence is really important because you can't rely totally on your partner in a relationship. So especially when you're half a world away. (laughs) Yeah, because March 2020, when your campus shut down, so Julian's parents literally live in the Netherlands. Like that's where his home base is. So he stayed with us for a couple months, right? Yeah, he came back at our parents' house in Omaha. Yeah, because we were like, what we don't know what's going on we thought Mm -hmm. it was gonna be like two weeks so drove back to omaha and we were there i think he was there for six weeks like living in our house with us which obviously (laughs) is also not like a normal thing in a college relationship (laughs) so i feel like like, jillian's low-key homeless (laughs) yeah yeah like he lived you know he had his own room so it was good because we could like separate but for the most part we weren't going anywhere. So we were together for like six whole weeks. But, you know, then he was able to fly back home to the Netherlands. And, you know, we realized that this was longer than two weeks. So he went home and that was the longest we were apart, which was like three and a half months. That's so crazy because he left in May. And then when did he went back for school in the fall? In like middle of August. That's so crazy. Don't I remember you saying like if there's no school in the fall, like you're like, I have no idea when I could see him again then? Yes. And there was that whole thing where they like weren't letting international students in. It was like a week. or Maybe it wasn't even lasted a week. It was like a three day thing. And then they're like, okay, JK. (laughs) Because everyone freaked out. They were saying, unless you had in-person classes, like you couldn't come into the country. And so then I was like bawling because my roommate is also from Canada. And then he is from the Netherlands. I was like, everyone I love is foreign (laughs) but um yeah it also was just an added difficulty because when I'm in Nebraska he's seven hours ahead so it's just like when I'm going to bed he's maybe just waking up (laughs) I wake up like he's at dinner and so I think it's hard finding a time to always like talk but again we'll like text each other and be like oh I'm going to dinner with so-and-so like I'll talk to you it ends up being tomorrow but both of us are really like respectful of that because when neither of us are the person that's going to be on their phone the whole time if they're with people or always having to check in with each other. So I think just communicating like, oh, hey, I'm busy. So maybe we'll talk in an hour. Maybe it'll be the next day for you. But it's OK when we come back together. Nothing's going to change. So I think just the security in a solid relationship really helps with the distance. I think you guys yeah. have a very mature relationship. <laughs> Especially for being in college. Well, you're not now, but... Yeah, but in, like, to that point, we have had, like, a unique college experience. Like, example, him living at my house for six weeks. He's obviously (laughs) very a part of, like, our family. My brother is on the baseball team with him. So, like, they're friends outside of me. Like, they have their own secrets that they won't tell me. (laughs) I was going to say, I feel like you should talk about our youngest brother, Riley playing baseball with Julian because when Julian who McKenna and Julian both just graduated last month 
when he was a senior, that means Riley was a sophomore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but before, so when Riley was a freshman and Julian was a junior, right? He was a senior, but he was a senior because he was like red shirting and stuff. But like the whole team didn't know you guys were dating, right? Yeah. Well, like the coaches and like the team and because how did you guys break that? Because that means like you know one of the other teammates' youngest. No, older sisters was dating one of the other teammates. Like, how was that? How did people find out about that? I feel like there was one time they had like a scrimmage against each other. And Riley's a pitcher and Julian is outfield. So he bats and Riley was pitching against Julian. And just like the team was freaking out, making it a big deal. (laughs) And so then I think the coaches put two and two together. (laughs) Must be dating. (laughs) But so funny. I think. I think poor Riley. I think Julian had had a hit on him all that time. But um, yeah, going to school with your sibling, also a fun experience. Like you probably, I don't know. I feel like I see Riley more here than I do when I'm at home. <laughs> we would just like randomly run into each other on campus or like when I was playing volleyball, so we'd run into each other in the training room. Just, I think it's fun to have, have your sibling with you. It's cute that you two, as the youngest ones, both went to Upstate and then Kara and Brady went to Mizzou. I know. How did that happen? It's honestly crazy how that worked out. Riley was always like, because he wanted to play baseball in college too. And getting recruited is obviously a process and you don't always get your like first pick. But so he was always like, well, Brady and Kara went to school together. So like, I'll go to school with you, McKenna. And (laughs) (laughs) really ended up at my school. So that was (laughs) crazy that's really that was like another coincidence thing because riley what his junior maybe senior was playing at a baseball tournament and one of the upstate scouts like happened to be there happened to like walk up to his field and watch riley and i don't think it was supposed to happen like because you know when you're scouting you have like a list of people that you know exactly what time they're playing you know what field they're on and like riley was not on the list but i think like some small world connection happened there too and like he got scouted and it it ended up working out was in the same i had like a game that weekend in florida and it was the same exact Exact, um, town that Riley's tournament was in. So my coaches and I were like in the lobby at the hotel and our parents were obviously down there because both kids were playing in the same place. And my dad had mentioned to our assistant volleyball coach that Riley was pitching the next day. And he was like, can you text the baseball coaches and see if they'll go? <laughs> <laughs> but it worked out. They went and they pitched, Riley pitched and they played like the number one seed that like won the whole tournament. And their only loss was when Riley pitched. So obviously he did well. The recruiter was there. And then, you know, the rest is history. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So fun. Rolling it back a little bit to Julian and the COVID time. Yeah. Prior to that, you went over there with Julian to Europe and got to meet his parents and everything. Yeah. Okay. So I went, that was like the first summer that we had been dating. So we had been dating probably like seven or eight months or something and um I found like a cheap flight over so I was like showing Julian I was like should I book it should I do it like I'll just do it (laughs) so I booked it and then I went that summer and it was definitely like needed I think in our relationship because I totally understood everything about him like so much more and I had met his parents and his um, sister. They came down once in the spring, but even just to meet like all of his friends, his like extended family, see like his town, the culture, because even obviously that is different. And I think that experience was really another like step forward in the relationship for sure. 
What was it like? Tell us more. <laughs> As McKenna and I are creeping on Julian's parents' house on Google Maps, like I feel yeah, like we need a little bit more info. of his neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> Told you guys, I'm um, obsessed. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm trying to think. So when I got there, we um, his house. I guess most houses there. What's the term? They're like the rows housing, mm-hmm. where it's like all the houses are in a row. So his house is like on the corner of the street and we biked down to like downtown Utrecht and went to the market and we had like this fresh fish from the market, which is kind of gross. It was herring and it's like (laughs) salty, like fresh fish. And he he made me like, you like lift it above your mouth and like eat it off of the tail. (laughs) Oh, gross. (laughs) Experience. But um, it is just like beautiful there. I mean, we'd be walking around Utrecht is basically like a Amsterdam, but it's a less touristy and it's smaller. So we were just walking around and I would like stop and I was like, Julian, wait, like, I just want to look at the buildings. And he was like, I don't appreciate this stuff, but you're making me realize it's not normal. Like not a lot, not everyone has this. So just like walking the canals and we like had wine right on the canal and it was just, I love it there. Do you ever move there with him? I do. I want to. Yeah. I would. Yeah. Well, even he always talks about like his growth within just like coming to the United States, like being in a new culture, being away from family. And I'm like, I mean, I want that. Mm -hmm. I feel like it would be lame to just pass up the opportunity to live over there. Yeah. Yes. I think the people can speak for you. It would be lame of you to not do that. (laughs) I know. And I keep like, you know, just looking at apartments just out of curiosity. And they're like the cutest places down there. I'm like, it is just so beautiful. Everything's so old and like historic and European. I just like the culture there. And the fashion there is so good. Oh, I think we need a moment for your purple outfit in Paris. Yes. Because on this trip, you guys went to Paris for the weekend too. Yeah. That outfit. Oh my gosh. Because you like originally wanted to surprise me with like this trip to Paris, but he was like leaving hints thinking I wouldn't put it together and that wouldn't (laughs) like be there. He would like give you the last hint and then be like, okay like go look at all the other things I told you and then I would put it together but like he would send me he sent me like a p he sent me like an a like just randomly would send me like one p two a and like spelt it out like randomly through our text and I think by like I I was like you have done this before and every time I'm asking what you mean you're just ignoring me first (laughs) messages realized that like almost felt Paris and so I was like what is this are we going there and then he was like Okay, well, honestly, like this works out way better that you know because now you can like plan your outfit and like a man really- that knows. <laughs> yeah, his man was like, "This is better because now you can plan your outfit." <laughs> oh my gosh, I Which love you that. did. You got the best find at a thrift store in Spartanburg, right? Well, the purple outfit, no, but the blue outfit, a yeah. blue outfit. Everyone listening is not going to know what this means. Oh, but. no, we'll post it. We'll post the outfits. Don't worry. <laughs> I found this, like, uh, what's like a suit jacket and a skirt. And I got it at the thrift store and it was like probably $10. And then I hemmed the skirt to be like a little shorter because it was like past my knee. And it was perfect. All I needed it was to so cute. It was like a $15 total expense. This is what Kara means by McKenna effortlessly putting things together and then being magical. Like you see the picture in front of the Eiffel Tower and you're like, wow, I bet that was like so expensive and planned out forever. And you just like whipped it out. 
I think that's like my only form of creativity. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I guess being an athlete and like with nursing, that's like the way to do it. Like everything new wave, like my mind cannot comprehend. And then like everything Kara does with like the photography and videography, I'm like, I just don't understand. (laughs) So put an outfit. outfit, (laughs) I got you. You really do. She puts this together. I think you embrace your height really well too. Like you dress so well for your body. Like clothes just look so good on you. Thank you. Do you know what I mean, Kara too? Like, oh, I a hundred percent agree. So nice. Do you have any tips for that? For help your tall okay, actually, fellow tall my, queens. Oh, for the tall queens. I was gonna say <laughs> for fashion is like I just follow people on Instagram who I love their like fashion. And then it's easier for me to like in my head visualize outfits on me and like find stuff that I like and put pair things together. So I feel like if you find people that you like their style, because there's obviously so many good like fashion influencers out there, but my tall queens own it. <laughs> <laughs> wear the heels do it i dare you yeah mckenna never strays away from the heels yeah i saw a tiktok that was like not me wearing flats to prom my junior year so i wouldn't be taller than my date and all the comments were like no sis and she like showed a picture and it was like literally ballet flats <laughs> with like her beautiful sherry hill dress oh and i'm like mckenna would never never can't kill the moment <laughs> how tall is Julian and how tall are you? I am like probably six foot. They always measure me at five eleven, but you know, realistically, when you're wearing shoes all the time, you're six foot. But he's I think six two or three. He's not that much taller, but he's I mean he's taller. I think six three, probably. I wanna ask your advice on owning the being tall thing but I do have one thing that this girl said back in January I did this like coffee and conversation thing at New Wave and my mom was the speaker or whatever and she did this prompt and she asked us to state a fact about herself that was like kind of an insecurity but like spin it and this girl said I am tall and it allows me to be seen and I just like thought it was so beautiful because okay you guys know I randomly grew two and a half inches the last year which was very uncomfortable for me I was used to being five four and now I'm like five six and a half and I know it shouldn't matter that much but I feel like very different being five six and a half like my pants are shorter I feel like I'm like taller <laughs> up on clay like I can reach things now it's it's a different life I feel like a new me has been born so how like how would you say you feel confident in your height just because it's amazing but you know like some people are self-conscious I think I mean I always had like volleyball too as like an outlet of like this all makes me so much better at this and I'm also around like tall people a lot because my friends here at school are like all athletes and they're all tall so (laughs) I always forget how tall I am until I go back home and I'm with my shorter friends but I think definitely you are seen when you're tall. Like everyone's like, wow, you're tall. Do you play sports? (laughs) Even if you don't play sports, like it's okay. I mean, I know people like hate that question because they're like, no, I don't. (laughs) Or like, it's like, yes, I do. Thank you for asking. But I don't know. I think, I know, I don't know. I think just embrace it. (laughs) Yeah, I guess you can't change it. So (laughs) I think it makes you unique. If you're, you know, short, you're unique too, but everyone just loves to point out tall people. 
Yeah. Anytime with McKenna and her athlete friends at school, if I go visit, we'll like be in what, like even last time we were in some breakfast restaurant and someone walked by like, oh my gosh, are those supermodels? (laughs) And and next to me, my five foot self, I'm like, like, I know he's not talking about me. If you're tall, you get like two questions. It's like, if it's from a male, it's like, wow, do you play basketball? It's like, and the sweet older lady she's like you're like a, a supermodel <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i think it is we forget though so many of those like australian influencers online are all like six two like all these chicks that i'm obsessed with i'm like why does everything look so good on them and i'm like oh they're literally all six two like <laughs> sammy robinson and like all those girls they're all tall because you you know when they do like a revolve party or something it's like yeah. all the aussie influencers are over here at like something's in their water making them like six foot and then there's like the americans that are like five <laughs> five <laughs> you know i'll fit in, in the netherlands too because they're all really tall there true see that's that why me to be over there you'll blend, blend. in yeah <laughs> I mean I think I was like insecure about my height growing up and like always being taller than the boys and whatever but I think at one point you just get like okay with it and then you realize it's like a cool thing yeah (laughs) um I wanted to ask you McKenna you're big into journaling you just posted an Instagram (laughs) where you're journaling in the park do you want to talk about how you got into journaling and why you like doing it yeah I got into it actually during like quarantine and COVID because everything just felt like so off and out of routine. And I'm very much a person that like, I don't like to do the same thing every day, but like, I like to have a busy day, like have a routine. And it helps me when I started journaling just to like, first I would like write out my to-do list, um, like the night before, like what I want to do tomorrow. I want to like get my workout in. I want to get a walk in. I want to do this much homework and then I want to like work for this long, just like anything. So I can like cross things off a checklist. And then in the morning I would do um, three things I'm grateful for just because I feel like I got into like a negative mindset just with COVID, just like being stuck at home. But so I did three things I'm grateful for. I did goals like for the day. So things like less screen time or, you know, I would be like, be confident today. Like, don't, you know, question your body, stuff like that. And then I always do something like one thing that makes me happy today. And so it's like a small thing. Like the other day was like me and Julian had lunch together. And then today I was like, I'm on the podcast. (laughs) Or sometimes it's like the sun came out for the first time all week, you know, just something like put you happy. And then I write out some goals I have and Sometimes I'll just write like positive affirmations or like feelings, just write it all out and get it out on paper. But I think it definitely like puts you in a better mindset. And it's just nice to like leave my phone away from me, have a pen and paper and like it sounds so grandma, but have the pen and paper and write things out and then reread it. But I think it definitely helped me, especially my goals for the day, writing that out. I was just like, constantly thinking about that all day I was like I said I'm having less screen time today like I'm putting my phone down or like I said I'm gonna be confident today like I'm not worrying about what this picture looks like or whatever but I definitely think when you write it and read it it translates to your your day yeah I definitely agree with the 
looking back on it too, because it's crazy. You know, in the same way that you like look back at old Instagram photos and you're like, wow, like I've really changed a lot since then. I think that's really interesting with writing too, to even flip back either to an old journal, even like I'll look at 30 pages ago and that would be something that I, you know, some goal I wanted to do or something. And I'm like, whoa, I literally already did that. Do you know what I, do you feel that way? Yeah. Yeah. And it feels good to just like see the growth. (laughs) Yeah. Cause it's just you, you know, just you reading it. No one else knows. Yeah. Another tip that I have, I did a lot of like mental coaching with volleyball. And so I just feel like it translates into life too. So when I'm like writing things in my journal, I always try and say like what I'm going to do instead of like what I'm not going to do. Like instead of like, don't use my phone as I'm like, I'm going to be more present when I'm with my family today. Or like, don't like hate on your body. It's like, I'm going to be confident today, no matter what, or whatever. There's like a science to it that that. if you say something with a negative, like you can forget the don't in your brain so that you only like, Mm. you know, you only focus on the negative part of it. So I always try and write like what I'm going to do when I'm doing like the affirmations or the goals for the day. I think another one is like writing it, like going to do or like in the present, like I am confident in my skin. So it's like, I believe that Mm -hmm. right now in this moment too. Like it's not tomorrow me that's going to do it. It's not next week me that's going to believe that like right here, right now. Definitely. I'm doing it. And you have to like retrain your brain to get to that point because it's it's hard to like automatically go like positive rather than you don't want to do. So where's your journal from? Journals for Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's okay. Find <laughs> in the back. <laughs> She's a Marshall's queen. She's a Maxinista. <laughs> I went to TV Max the other day and got a really cute workout set. It was like one of the crisscross tops and biker shorts. Ooh, so cheap, so cute. Good I definitely sleep on TJ Maxx. <laughs> <Carrie> <laughs> <Bummer>. you- <laughs> I just went the other day. They had some. Egg chairs for cats. Oh, no, that was home goods. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, wait, McKenna, I wanted to ask you, how was it growing up with me? And do you have any funny stories about us? <laughs> because I was trying to think of funny stories. And the only thing I could think of was when I was bossing you around. Like, I could only think of stories of me being a bossy older sister to you. So I'm curious if you have anything fun you want to share. I'm the bossy now. <laughs> The time that okay, so like our house, our stairs stairs went up to like a balcony in the house. Does that make sense? How would you describe that? Um, like a landing stair. Wait, wait, what's that called? Like, oh, yeah. so our living room had the stairs, but then at the top of the stairs, you could like stand above the living room. Yeah, it wasn't like a staircase with walls. It was like an open staircase, yeah, like a high ceiling living room. So I just remember you being at the top of the staircase, and I was like <laughs> next to you. And you were leaning on the rail of the staircase, <laughs> fell over the staircase, oh. down into the living room, and like landed on the table next to the couch. <laughs> I thought you like shattered your back or something. And I was oh, like, my I did not push her. I didn't even touch her. <laughs> McKenna's first thought I'm not getting framed for murder. <laughs> after that, I think for like a year, you were like, Oh, can you please get me a water? <laughs> I was like wondering where the story was going. I just remember at one point being like, there's no way her back still hurts. 
<laughs> that is so funny. Yeah, that honestly, like, I definitely could have been paralyzed from that because that was like a 10 foot drop on my back, but I landed on a coffee table. Yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't land on the couch. I like <laughs> smacked the coffee table. And like, if I, I was fine, I was like a cat with like, yeah, you, know. you were fine, but you acted like you were fine. <laughs> <laughs> the That's funny. Did you guys fight yeah. ever? I feel like we fought a lot. but it was like it wasn't like real fights they were like the fights that you see as memes on twitter and stuff like yeah until like like high school then i feel like we were really good friends at that point because you were a senior and i was a freshman and you like looked out after me and like always waved to me in the hallway and all your friends were nice to me we rode like to and from school together but before then like you said the the classic sister fights like me in your closet. Actually, I don't think I ever really wore your clothes. Yeah, I was definitely in your closet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, you in my closet. Or like the thing about McKenna, McKenna's very loyal. She's very kind, but the work ethic wasn't there when you were in elementary school. Like I remember we had to clean all like every weekend we had to clean or even just like during the weekdays and she wouldn't do it. She would just go hide in the bathroom and she would lock herself <laughs> in the bathroom. And I would like spend half my time. I was supposed to be cleaning, just like banging on the door. But Kenna, get out here. You're supposed to be cleaning. And she like wouldn't do anything. That's <laughs> my vision of you from like you in kindergarten to third grade. It's just you locking yourself in the bathroom crying <laughs> that you don't want to clean. <laughs> Because like your parents would leave chore lists or what? That's what mine did too. And then my yeah. dad would call me at like noon and be like, how's the chore list going? And you'd be like, I haven't even started. McKenna's crying. She already <laughs> called my mom. <laughs> Brady and Riley are nowhere to be seen. It's literally just me. Oh my God, we need to get your mom on the podcast. Your mom is Ooh. honestly, she could be TikTok famous herself. She's very funny. Lolo is a queen. On this note, I was on the phone with um, like her dad yesterday. And he was like, I heard you're going on the podcast. And he was like, I'm still waiting for my name on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Rob is also the number one fan. He listens every week. So oh, hi, dad. His Instagram handle. I think it's like Rob.Kirkpatrick. <laughs> <laughs> we got a hip family. You guys Rob have a Lola. great family. I love your whole family. Except I don't know Riley, but that's okay. We'll have our time. I'm sure he's great. I'm sure he's great. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. What was it like growing up with like all four of you? Was it just stuff going on all the time? Definitely. I mean, I feel like I'm definitely the characteristic of a middle child. Kara, you're not. Like I... Because I guess Brady's our oldest brother. Me, McKenna, and then Riley, who's the baby. Yeah. And there's like two years between... From Brady to Kara, Kara to me, me to Riley. There's two years between each of us. And so I was always like the one in the back of the car, just quiet. And they'd be like, is McKenna here? <laughs> Everyone was fighting and like arguing. And I was like, I don't want to be a part of this. So I would just like sit there and observe. But <laughs> do you feel like you were quiet as a kid? I think so. Yeah. Do you consider yourself quiet now? No. I mean, I'm definitely more of like a reserved person like at times, but I'm way more outgoing than I was as a child. Like I wouldn't, like I was definitely a shy kid. I saw this thing online that there was like, there's a huge difference between being shy and like choosing your words intentionally and being like an introvert slash like just being better at listening. Because I feel like you're not shy. You're just like 
aware of, you're very self-aware. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I wouldn't consider you shy, but I, I would say you're more, yeah, intentional when you speak or when you were younger. Now you're not shy or really like that. No, yeah, I would agree. Like if I'm in a group, I'm not really like the one cracking all the jokes and talking all the time. But you're fun to be around and that's what's important. Yes. Thanks. (laughs) I feel like everyone loves hanging out with McKenna. Do you think that that's your guys' dynamic? Because Kara's definitely like (laughs) (laughs) like louder and obnoxious. Taking the mic the majority of the time. Do you feel like you're just like, cool, I'll let Kara do that and I'll just like sit over here and observe yeah, I think we have like a really good balance of things there's a lot of things that I'm like oh Kara's in charge of that she's got that <laughs> I think it helps it really works out because she is like a very cool older sister and does everyone's always like your sister's so cool oh my gosh no you're oh your sister again like they'll just <laughs> Instagram and I'm like yes I love it for her because then like she shares that stuff with me and can help me with that stuff like every time I travel somewhere I'm just so bad at like figuring out the places to go so I'll be like Kara where should I go eat and she's like are you serious but then she's in the exact location she's like they have good food a cute spot this that and that and so I mean it works out I feel like we just play to each other's strengths or like you would go to the gym and be like how do I use this machine (laughs) oh my god I asked McKenna all the time I'm like how do I do this (laughs) I don't know how to use anything at the gym but but I I'm feel like if you kind of, are a sibling and your sibling is doing very cool things, just like it's hard oh, maybe to be proud of them all the time if you like wish that would, you were doing something cooler. But I think if you can find something that you enjoy yourself, find something you're good at, they're doing the thing that they're good at. You guys can both be doing cool things and then and bounce off each other's ideas and share, you know, she's better at this. I'm better at that. We'll help each other in the middle. So. I feel like that's our relationship with all of that stuff. We've always been pretty different, but same interests. I think that's really beautifully said because I can't imagine what it would be like to have an older sibling because I don't, I'm the oldest. But yeah, like if your sibling is, you're constantly being compared to them and being like, oh, I'm just not good enough or like how how can they be doing all of that? But you mm-hmm. truly are so supportive to Kara and you've really found your own things. And yeah. I, I don't get any hints of jealousy or like bad vibes of you to care ever. Like we kind of were talking about this before the podcast started, but McKenna is truly the most like supportive person of care all the time. Always commenting, always liking, sharing, texting. Like it's just so sweet to have that because I a know, lot we of don't siblings don't. You. you know, like, you know, I know a lot of mm-hmm. sister relationships that are not that way. Yeah. I know. I think we're very lucky to have a really good relationship. Yeah, we do. But I mean, I owe you because you saved me from a lot of like terrible trends. You taught me how to straighten my hair in middle school. You taught me how to my eyeshadow. So it was. Just- I know. I was looking like a mess in middle school because I had no one. I'm out here on my own. I was straightening my like my front two pieces of hair and I was like, I straightened my hair today. And like you turn around <laughs> the whole back is just like a big poofball. I had no idea you had to straighten your whole head of hair to have like straight hair. But these are the things that I taught McKenna. Yeah. Seriously. That really is so like- true. The older sibling can really pave the way for the younger ones. Like with everything, like, you know, curfew and getting a cell phone or whatever. Like I had to work so hard on my parents to get me a cell phone. I got one when I was like in eighth grade. And at the same time I got one, my younger sister got one. And I was like, excuse me? And then 
I had something like 100 texts for a month. And then when we upgraded to, you know, probably 500 texts, she just got everything automatically. And I was like, I had to work for years on my parents to get these things. (laughs) And then the younger siblings just get a benefit. I worked so hard for extended curfews, all these things. Um, Younger children need to be thankful for the hard work that us older siblings had to do. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'm forever in debt. (laughs) (laughs) Well, do you want to talk about... You just graduated in May 2021. Congratulations. Thank you. Do you have any thoughts on life after college? Because you did the whole four years in college. My thoughts are chaotic. (laughs) (laughs) Thoughts unknown. (laughs) Unknown. All I know is I have my boards next week and I'm passing them. I don't have have plans for the next month. Um, Julian and I are like figuring out where he's going to be, you know, what country and all that. So (laughs) I think though, a lot of times, like you guys talked about this in your episode after college, but there's like such a rush from society, like get your first job, get the first one that you're offered. And especially in nursing, a lot of times people say like the first year, you just need to get it over with. But I just, I'm not trying to get a job that I'm going to hate. So I'm trying to be patient with that. But I mean, it's definitely hard because it's competitive and it's very tempting when everyone has a job to just grab one that you're offered. But I think I'm really just trying to do something I enjoy and figure out where I'm going to be, where people around me are going to be. So you're looking long term. Yeah. Smart girl. (laughs) Yeah. So college, life after college, I don't know yet. And it's crazy because in our circumstance, our parents sold their house, you know, because our parents lived in Omaha for 14 years. They sold their house last fall. So right now they're looking to buy somewhere. They don't know where they're going to buy. So they're just like renting a house in Greenville, South Carolina. So your opportunities, like you just have anywhere you could go because our parents aren't even like settled somewhere. Yeah. You could really choose wherever. Yeah. I just... It's a good question for me right now is what I'm doing, but I don't know. I'm I mean, just next week. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna take your test. Take it day by day. Yeah. Yeah. I think she's smart. <laughs> she's been studying. <laughs> I have it. Great. I love it. Thank you. I think but there is something to say about being overwhelmed by too many options sometimes. Like mm-hmm. I remember feeling that way like, oh my God, I could go anywhere in the world. I could do any job. I could do anything. Yeah. You're like, can someone just choose for me? How am I supposed to? Yeah, so like, definitely. What's the, there's a uh, fear of better options is like the new mm-hmm. FOMO. Yeah, it's like FOBO, fear of better yeah. options. Do you feel that way a little bit? Real. I think so, yeah. Especially with nursing, there's like so many different areas and things you can do. And like you said, you can go basically anywhere. So, and then yeah, I have like an offer to coach a high school volleyball team and there's just, I don't know, there's options, but like you said, sometimes it's like, I don't know. It's someone just telling me what to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Someone choose. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's crazy. It's like, okay, well, if you take that coaching job here, like where does that line extend five years down the line? Okay. If I do this thing down this path, where yeah. does that lead me five years from now? Right. Um, we have a friend, go. Lee Hanson who posted on her Instagram story a few months ago, something like every decision you make today is carving your path for your future. And I'm like, Lee, can you not share this today? Because I cannot handle this. This is like too much pressure. Like it was like every single thing you choose is literally like who you're going to become. 
So although that is true, I think it's also important just to take it step by step. And like we said in our episode, like what is three months after graduation in the whole grand scheme of your life? It's literally nothing. Right. I'm just seeing where where I end up. I know it'll like work out in the long run. What's your dream job? Dream job is in labor and delivery or areas Mm -hmm. of labor and delivery. That was my favorite clinical. I remember you telling me that and I was like, that just makes so much sense and explains so much about McKenna right there. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, I think that would be the dream area. Does and that not, mean you want a lot of kids? Um, no, I mean, not necessarily. Okay. I just love delivering other people's kids. <laughs> <laughs> I'll hand them out. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, but it was fun. I think like and as a nurse in that department or would you want to do something else? Sorry. Like would you want to be a nurse in labor and delivery or are there other ways you can climb the ladder? I don't know, medical stuff. Um yeah. <laughs> I make TikToks for a living, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I want to be a nurse in labor and delivery. I also I mean, mother babies like postpartum, like after you give birth, I think that would be fun. I liked the ER a lot. Just because you get to deal with like every type of population from like infants to elderly and everyone in between. I just, I was nice to interact with everyone, but I don't know. Did you want to do more school ever or is it like you're going to stick with nursing, do you think? I mean, I would definitely like to get like a master's in nursing of some type. Mm -hmm. Maybe a nurse practitioner, maybe a master's in a certain area. I think there's just opportunity to do so much. You could go yeah. to school in the Netherlands. I know. Yeah. I need to learn Dutch so I can do nursing over there. Do you ever practice with Julian? Yeah, it's, it's just so hard. It's a yeah. hard language. <laughs> Give us something. Uh, well, I can say, hello, who hot pet? And Julian's going to listen to this and be like, McKenna. That was so disgraceful. More energy. <laughs> yeah. Talk like you're from Vienna. Let's go. I cannot. Have you heard the sounds and I'm still practicing, but I think that would be really cool. Well, it's convenient that you do have him though. So I know I have to learn. I go over there. I'll do any job. Like I'll work at a coffee shop. I don't care. (laughs) Oh, not. (laughs) Oh yeah. That means something else in the Netherlands. (laughs) (laughs) Coffee shop means interesting (laughs) other things. (laughs) Yeah, but I'm like, I'll do any job. I just want to live over there. You're at the park. He was like, it was like a Sunday. He's like, our Sundays in the Netherlands can be. We'll get up. We'll go to a bakery. We'll get your chocolate croissant that you like. Um, we'll go get coffee. We'll bike around. We can go to the deer park. I was like, this sounds so great. Well, luckily, so it can be you. yours. It literally can. <laughs> Mine. But yeah, I don't know. So day by day. <laughs> Are you also trying to navigate? Because does Julian not want to go back quite yet? Is that part of it? Um, he just has like, he's like waiting to hear on a lot of different things. Like mm-hmm. baseball is an option. He has to see how his like degree translates to the Netherlands. And if he stays here like looking at different like visas and all of that. So there's just a process and all of that. A lot of moving parts for sure. Yeah, definitely. But 
Well, I'm excited to see where you guys, like one year from now, your life could be so different. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. Definitely. definitely. And then one day you'll visit me in the Netherlands. Oh, I will. Yes. Yeah, actually, <laughs> I'll be your first visitor. No, we were talking about like, Who do you think will actually come visit us? Like, because, you know, he has said to all of his friends, like, all you got to do is pay your, for your flight and you will stay with me. I'll take you out to eat anything. And like, obviously no one has visited him yet. So I'm like, who do you think like when we live there will come? And I was like, besides family, I'm like, Allison's going to be the first person. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Oh my God. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> At least yeah. you guys me know Allison. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, be, we'll be visiting too much. You guys have to like have an intervention yeah. with us. <laughs> like, hey, can you scale back a bit? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what we concluded. <laughs> We're just taking you up on the opportunities that were open to everyone. You know, if they don't yeah. want to come, we'll take their spot. <laughs> yeah. Just come back and back. <laughs> well, I think, think we can yeah. ask you our signature question and wrap up. McKenna, to you, what makes a good friend? I've been waiting for this. <laughs> <laughs> the first person that's come prepared. <laughs> Everyone's like, wait, what? I didn't know you were going to ask me this. <laughs> McKenna so knows. This shows that McKenna actually listens to the podcast. <laughs> I'm the one that hasn't been said before. Because obviously there's, you know, the things that first come to your head when you think of a good friend. But I think what really makes a good friend is someone who like respects you. Because I feel like if they respect you, they aren't going to ever like push you to your boundaries, like, take advantage of you, like everything's going to be more genuine and they'll respect like your time. They'll respect your goals. Anything that you're going to do, they're going to support you. Anything you want to do, they're going to say yes and do it with you. And just think a friend that has mutual respect for you. Someone that's celebrating your accomplishments like genuinely, because they are like so proud of you. They respect everything you've done. They know what it took to get there. So just think you want someone that's genuine and that's going to be there for you wow that was, <laughs> she came ready she, she did wow that's sweet good answer I well love it's that easy so for you to much. say that because that is you to a t you really just described yourself stop <laughs> <laughs> yeah i guess you give love how you want to receive it yeah i think so dang well, thank you for coming on. Thank you. I'm like so excited. I'm like scared to listen to this, I think, but <laughs> it's okay. Sometimes that happens to me. I'm like, okay, about to listen to hear myself talk here. But then I'm I think I dissociate and I'm like listening and I'm like, mm -hmm. I don't think that's actually me. It's just someone else. <laughs> yeah. Try that out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but kind of plug your socials where can yes. people find you? Um, Instagram is at McKenna underscore Kirkpatrick. And I don't have TikTok because I'm scared of addiction. And that's probably <laughs> Instagram's like the main place I'm on. So you can follow me on Instagram. You guys can go creeper outfits because they are good. I actually have um, some stuff that I just bought and I'm waiting. Like I'm excited to wear it. So new fits coming. <laughs> Time to shine. Kinda, <laughs> if you tried to be a fashion influencer, like I just oh, know yeah. that it would take off. I, we've talked about this and Kara, like she has all the tools. Yeah. I'm not even cool. You keep saying I'm cool. I'm like, no, I just like know how to edit a video and I just have the tools, Yeah, but like, I don't have that coolness. If you, if only you have the tools I have, if plus your sense of style, <laughs> it'd be game over. <laughs> Here we are just balancing each other out again. <laughs> yeah. 
No. Okay, well, we no, love no, no, you. Hang on. I have a thought. When you move to the Netherlands, that's when that's going to pop off. You can really do your outfits there. So this is mm-hmm. start learning now. <laughs> because Really quick on the note, Julian. So I was like, I can't wait to see how your fashion evolves when you come to the Netherlands. It will. <laughs> wow. I'm excited for this too. It's such cool shopping there. God. Everything is so good. Well, we love you. Thanks for coming on. You're a gem. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Thank you. Good to see your face. I know. You guys too. Too long. We love you. Love you. Bye. 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 Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of Already Friends. It means the world to us that you are listening, liking, subscribing, and following us on Instagram. We are really trying to build up our rating in Apple Podcasts. So if you could leave a review, we are a review and a rating. We are doing a giveaway at the end of the year for AirPod Pros. So Kara is going to tell you how you can enter that giveaway. Yes. So to be entered into this giveaway, you need to leave a five-star rating and review on the Apple Podcast app. Go ahead and click five star, write a little snippet about what you're enjoying about the podcast, and then screenshot that and send it to our Instagram at we're already friends. That way you'll be entered. We'll see it. And yeah, we're doing the drawing at the end of the year. So again, thank you for your support. It really means the world to us and it lets us keep doing what we're doing. Yes. Thank you guys so much. We'll catch you next time. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.